got involved with the Social Shore Food Bank. Oh, thank you for having me here today. Um, my path to the South Shore Food Bank is a long and winding one. Um, I was in the hospitality industry for years. I have a lot of experience with nonprofits. Um, when we moved to the United States, I was in financial for two years and then started my own food distribution business. Um, ran that for 10 years, and when I closed it, I made one of the best decisions of my life and took a job with um, Weymouth Food Pantry, where I've been for four years. Um, and during the pandemic, we kind of reassessed things and realized there was an opportunity or a need for an organization like South Shore Food Bank, and so here we are. So you expanded from just Weymouth to South Shore? Yeah, so we still run Weymouth Food Pantry as a separate brand, mm -hmm. you know, for Weymouth, by Weymouth. Um, and the South Shore Food Bank is over and above that. So what's your role within the organization? I'm their executive director, so it's it's fun. Um, you know, I, working for a nonprofit, you're always so under-resourced, but I love it because you get to wear so many hats, so it's never boring. Yeah, what, what are some of the hats you wear on a, on a more frequent basis? Oh my goodness, from fundraising to this Saturday I was driving a truck, <laughs> um, and everything and everywhere in between, attending opportunities like this to tell people about what we do, um, you know, meeting with corporate sponsors, and everything in between. So for those that don't know, what is the South Shore Food Bank? So... During COVID, I mentioned that just now, um, one of the things that really came to light was how much communities rely on local grassroots organizations to you know, meet the gap during any kind of crisis. I mean, on an ongoing regular basis anyway, but food insecurity is prevalent in our communities even though we don't see it. Uh, Greater Boston Food Bank released a report just the other day saying that one in three people experienced food insecurity during 2021. That's one in three. Um, that's a big number. I mean, that means you, me, and one other guy, one of us, right? Um, and so the local grassroots organizations like Marshfield Food Pantry here in town, they do a phenomenal job. I mean, really had to step up in a big way during COVID. We all saw the long lines on TV. Um, and what we realized was that on the South Shore, the infrastructure to support these food pantries just doesn't exist. There's no warehousing space, there's no loading docks, there's no tractor trailer access to a lot of these small food pantries. And so when the need increased, there was one of the biggest struggles was finding a way to get the food to the organizations that are feeding people. And so South Shore Food Bank was born. So what would you describe the mission as? Um, our mission is to increase access and improve equity, um, food equity on the South Shore. So we want to make sure that the food pantries can access more fresh food. We want to focus on health as it relates to food access. Um, people who are relying on food pantries for help have very few choices, and so it's very important that we have healthy options for them so that they can meet whatever, you know, live healthy lives, but also meet any specific requirements they have. And then, you know, town to town, the, the issue is solved by each community. And some communities are better supported than others, and so some communities have better access to food than others, and, and we want to try and level the playing field. 
Yeah, because I was going to say, you work with all the different towns in South Shore, and I'm sure their needs are different or the support's different. So how do you go about, how did you go originally getting about creating the relationships with them? Well, um, so we started off, first and foremost, our relationship with Greater Boston Food Bank is integral to this whole network. Um, and we started off opening a, a shared delivery site. So that means that Greater Boston Food Bank Instead of having somebody like Marshfield Food Pantry go into Boston to pick up their order, Greater Boston Food Bank will deliver a whole tractor-trailer load of orders to us in Rockland, and Marshfield Food Pantry can come and pick it up from Rockland instead of driving in to Boston. So we um, have created that facility. We have fridge and freezer space that um, food pantries can use if they need to store something. Um, Whole Foods Markets just donated a very beautiful... Um, refrigerated van that food pantries can borrow so it's like in the pool and anyone any one of the local food pantries on the south shore who wants to use it to go and pick up or rescue food from a restaurant or a grocery store can do that so it's really through infrastructure that we've tried to strengthen the network and help move food around um, but not only that we're launching a, a brand new program, so I'm super excited about it. It's kind of my baby. Um, we're launching the South Shore Food Bank Leadership Program. So in, in our efforts to address equity town to town, we realize that often um, in various communities, these organizations are entirely volunteer run, and people are, th you know, I want to say thrust into the role of leading these pantries, um, because they were volunteers or, you know, raised their hands. Um, and there are some skill sets that are super helpful if you're, if you're going to run a food pantry. And so not only are we investing in the physical infrastructure of moving food around the South Shore, but we've, we're, we've created this program. It's a four-day program. And um, we're, you know, it's open to all the food pantries and food security organizations on the South Shore. Um, we're hoping that the leaders... Top, top, top leaders in the food pantries, whether they're volunteers or employees, will apply. And it really just takes them, takes everybody through, um, you know, a, a range of skill sets that are helpful. So day one is a super fun mm -hmm. um, bus tour of different food pantries. Marshfield's actually on the list. I love their location because, I, you know, it's so community-centric. Yeah. Um, but just to see how do different food pantries do different things. We all have challenges. How do we cope with them? What decisions have we made? What solutions have we implemented? And what ideas can we share? So the idea is to just foster this communication mm -hmm. between food pantry leaders. And then the next day is, um, for instance, a marketing day. We'll have somebody coming in. We have Jennifer Sapir-Whitman, actually, who is phenomenal from Sapir Events, coming in to talk about running a non-profit event. Mm. How big should it be? Do you want a 5K? Do you want a gala? What resources will that take? Yeah. How much money can you expect to raise or hope to raise? Who right. should you look for for partnerships? That kind of thing. So she's, you know, been in the field a long time. She's at the, the top of her game. I'm super excited about the caliber of That's presenters awesome. in this whole program, yeah. So we're really relying on local business talent to come in and share skills with our food pantry leaders and a range of topics. So, you know, event planning might be one of them. How to write grants might be another. Um, we have a business, a business consultant um, coming in to talk about the art of communication and collaboration and how to do a quick and dirty one-page business plan. So there's 
a huge range of skills that we're going to be sharing with these food pantry leaders. And I think it's the best opportunity we have to try and strengthen our network because we've invested in the infrastructure yeah. and now we want to invest in the, in the people. people. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. So as executive directors, you know, we become passionate about our organizations. You know, they mean a lot to us. They're our baby in some ways. You know, why is the food bank so special to you? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's special to me for a range of reasons. Um, you know, seeing people who have come through our door at Weymouth Food Pantry for help and meeting them and hearing some of their stories, it's so heartbreaking. Um, and food is so integral to our ability to do anything. You know, sometimes you'll talk to somebody and they'll say, oh, why don't they just get a job? Well, if you're hungry and you haven't eaten in two or three days, it's not that easy. Um, food is integral to how we feel about ourselves, our confidence, our ability to put our best foot forward, whether we're in school or in college or at work, wherever. So I think it's very personal to me on that level. And then also seeing the hard work of our volunteers, so many really wonderful people show up week after week. Um, and, you know, it's hard work. We're, we're moving a lot of food. Um, and they're so committed. And I'm so inspired by their generosity um, and their, just their commitment to neighbors and their community spirit that I just want to do what I can to pave the way and make sure that we, we make it so that this is sustainable, that this network of these volunteers and these organizations doing this critical work and meeting this very important need is strong and sustainable and will be here for years. How many volunteers do you have? Oh my goodness, we have probably around a pool of around 150 wow. volunteers that work with us on a regular basis. So, what's the organization's most urgent needs? Well, for South Shore Food Bank, it's definitely money. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we're a fairly new organization. We've only been open for seven or eight months. So, not a lot of people have heard about us. They don't know about us. So, fundraising is, you know, first we have to educate and then mm. we have to, you know, ask for support. So, um, we're in that critical beginning stage of of getting going and ramping up and so you know asking for support is is where we're at right now so jumping back to like volunteering so if someone wants to get involved or volunteer what's the best way they can do it oh on our website um we have a beautiful website so you can read all about some of the things we've done we're also on social media so you know like us follow us you'll hear of opportunities there um but definitely on our website and just reach out to us is there certain things that you're looking for in volunteers? Um, or Warehouse staff, uh, drivers, you know, we, we do deliveries, um, sometimes, you know, on weekends regularly. So Saturday drivers, having just a, a pool of people we can call to say, hey, you know, yeah. so-and-so is out and this one has a soccer game. Are you <laughs> free? Can you help? That's awesome. So, you know, drivers, warehouse hands, people who don't mind lifting boxes, that, those kinds of things. You mentioned the website. Is that the best way for people to find out more about the organization? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, www.southshorefoodbank.org. So, as you and I both know, the nonprofit world, it can be really rewarding, but at the same time, it can be really, really challenging. Um, where are some of the biggest challenges you face with, with the food bank? Um, you know, 
it's the, the nonprofit world runs on such a shoestring budget mm -hmm. always. And so it's just always, we're always under-resourced um, and, and, and we're busy, you know. So I think that's one of our biggest challenges. It's just, and it's not unique to us. I think most nonprofits will tell you the same thing. Um, you know, hiring staff is, is expensive. So we all wear many hats. We all work hard. We, you know, even our volunteers. So we're grateful for that. But that's one, I think, one of our biggest challenges. How big is your staff? I have... Seven staff members. Wow. We just added one. For a nonprofit, it's a pretty good size. That's a good size, yeah. And, you know, like I said, seven staff members and 150 volunteers who we see regularly, weekly. That's amazing. We're very lucky. So we talked about the challenges. What's what's the most rewarding part? You know, what's that, that, or that big, big, big ex, biggest success you've had? Oh, well, I mean, we set goals for ourselves when we started this. South Shore Food Bank, we had ideas about how we were going to impact the food security network on the South Shore and what we were going to try and accomplish. And so we wanted to make it easier for people for pantries to access food. Well, we've done that. Um, we wanted to increase access to food. So we wanted to make sure more food got onto the South Shore. We've done that. We are going to bring in over a million pounds of food over and above what is already would, would already have been on the South Shore. A million pounds extra, and 65% of that is fresh, fresh produce and fresh fruits and vegetables. So, super proud of that. Um, that we've increased the access to fresh food, fruit and vegetables to that extent. And then, of course, the, the leadership program. I have high hopes for that, um, and, and its ability to really make significant and sustainable changes in and impact to the strength of the network on the South Shore. How did you increase fruit and vegetables? Uh, we worked with Greater Boston Food Bank. So food pantries have a regular order schedule with Greater okay. Boston Food Bank, and it depends on the size of the food pantry. So some food pantries can access. They'll be open once a week or two or three times a week, um, but maybe they only have access to Greater Boston Food Bank once a month or twice a month, depending on their okay. order schedule. So we worked with Greater Boston Food Bank to implement a brand new program where we have a tractor trailer load of fresh fruit and vegetables delivered to our warehouse. And all the food pantries on the South Shore can access that weekly. So they don't have to wait for an order or wait for a certain time of month. You know, if you think about it, if a food pantry is open every day and they can only get an order, um, you know, once a month, then that first week people are lucky and they get fresh fruits and vegetables and for the rest of the week it's, you know, rice and macaroni. So we really wanted to make sure that, you know, th that was one of our priorities and so we've done it. The, the, fre the fresh fruit and veggies arrive every week and food pantries come and pick it up and it's awesome to see. And the volunteers and the food pantry directors who come in are so thrilled to be able to do that. So it's very rewarding. That's so cool. Um, What's that one thing that may surprise people that don't know much about Social Food Bank? Um, I think most people would be surprised to know how big a problem food insecurity is on the mm -hmm. South Shore. Um, you know, most people that I speak to who come through the food pantries we serve will talk about how they don't qualify for SNAP benefits, or they just miss them, or they get $11 a month to shop for their family. Um, you know... Seniors are skipping meals, um, and it affects kids too. Um, Weymouth Food Pantry alone has 300 kids on its backpack program. 
So 300 children that you know are experiencing some level of food insecurity that we're helping on a regular basis and supporting on a regular basis. It's pervasive. It's a much bigger issue just because it's invisible. It doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't exist. And um, you know, in that same report I referenced earlier from Greater Boston Food Bank, they they cite that pride is the number one reason people still don't seek help. Um, and we've seen over the past you know, a couple of years with the pandemic that people just haven't had a choice. They've had to swallow their pride and come to us for help. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, it's r really great that the communities have rallied the way they have and we've been able to be there to support them. Yeah. This year, in fact, the other thing that would be surprising for people to know is that food insecurity has actually increased. We are going to see numbers like we saw in 2020 this year yeah. in terms of how many people we're helping and the amount of food we're distributing. The economy, the rising gas prices, the increased cost of grocery prices, the high rents on the South Shore have all contributed. They've created this perfect storm, if you will. We're seeing so many more seniors living on a fixed income who just can't stretch their dollars anymore. Um, and many more families, moms and dads with kids coming to us for help. Wow. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything you'd want our listeners to know about the South Shore Food Bank? Um, just that we're working hard, we're doing great work, and we're doing it to support uh, food pantries in every town. So, um, you know, look us up, come volunteer, learn what we're about, and, um, you know, reach out to your local food pantry too, because um, we're all busy, and we could all use a little help. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure.